This is the Entrepreneur Unleashed Show, episode 15 with Greg Hickman. The Entrepreneur Unleashed. The Entrepreneur Unleashed. The Entrepreneurs Unleashed. The podcast where purpose and passion become revenue streams. Be real. Take a stand. Change lives. Here's your host, Patty Keating. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Unleashed Show. I'm your host, Patty Keating. Entrepreneurs everywhere are creating a new breed of business success. They're making their own rules, taking a stand for their purpose, leading through integrity, and making money by changing lives. Join me each week for compelling messages that will inspire and empower you to unleash your true purpose. Would you like to turn your message into a signature system and monetize it with a program or product online? Join me for the online biz webinar, where we'll take you through the steps required to monetize your message. Head on over to the onlinebizwebinar.com and reserve your spot today. I am so excited today to introduce you to Greg Hickman. Greg is the creator and host of Media Mix. It's a mobile marketing and consulting business. And he also has a couple of podcasts. We were chatting right before we got started. I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about those. He is a marketing guy. He started out in an agency. He worked on brands like Pepsi and Walmart. And then he worked at a smaller agency. And he's done some great work with marketing. And now he stepped out on his own. And I can't wait to share his inside scoop on what's happening with mobile marketing. There's a lot going on. It's a hot topic and I'm thrilled he's here. Hi, Greg. Hi, thanks for having me, Patty. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. So, you know, I got started agency world after I graduated college and early on got started in mobile marketing through the small agency in Connecticut where I was living at the time. And uh, it was before, you know, before the iPhone. So it was like text message marketing and some of those things. And, you know, was working with a lot of professional sports teams and, and some big brands like AT&T. And, you know, really fell in love with how immediate the connection was with customers that had opted in and were participating to get this information. And then the iPhone came out and, you know, I was like a game over for me. I'm like, okay, this is where I got to stay for, for a really long time because I, I don't see it changing. And this is like 2005. So this is a, a while ago. So I've been at it for a while. And, you know, long story short, really, you know, I, I started my own company consulting a while back with two other partners, which turned into a software company, which completely bombed and knew that the next time I went into anything, it was going to have to be, you know, where I was the guy. Like I was, I, I was a solo, you know, solopreneur act to get started. And that's when Mobile Mixed was born. And it was, you know, an interview based show really for selfish reasons. I wanted to meet people that I thought were doing cool things in mobile and build those relationships. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea, you know, that I could turn this into a business. And uh, I was really like, let's find a mentor and let's see if I maybe get a consulting gig out of this whole thing. (laughs) Uh, So like that was as far as I thought. And, you know, from there, like I started researching like online marketers and all that stuff and, you know, came across a bunch of people like Pat Flynn and an internet business mastery and those guys. And 
then went to New Media Expo and it changed my life. And I was like, okay, like this can actually be a thing. Like I could, I could be coaching, I could be consulting, I could have products and services. And that like was kind of when I really hit the ground running. And I, I mean, I had been doing it for like five, six months at that point, my video based interview show. So it was kind of, um, I was a product of David Seitman Garland's Create Awesome Interviews course. Uh-huh. And but it was all video and I wasn't really doing any audio. It, was, it wasn't really just a podcast until I came out of New Media Expo and I went all audio and relaunched everything and, and have continued to grow it. And what year was that? So the Mobile Mix started in like summer of 2012. Okay. And then I went to the New Media Expo January of 2013. And then I spoke at it January of 2014. Wow, that's <laughs> so- awesome. You had quite the year. Yeah, yeah. So 2013 went really, really well in regards to building that audience, building my name up, getting the speaking arrangements and all that stuff. So yeah, since then, I've spoken like all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) What inspired you to start all of this? Like I said, I mean, I was just looking looking for mentors. I mean, mobile is still a new thing. And a lot of the stuff that I had learned along the way was through trial and error. And, you know, there weren't a lot of, you know, like there were people that, that, were like mobile app developers or mobile designers, but there weren't a lot of mobile like strategists, like people Mm. that come from like a marketing background that understood and knew mobile really, really well. And, you know, I knew a few of them, but they all worked at other agencies and stuff like that. And, you know, I wasn't about to like be moving across the country to go work with these guys. And, you know, so there was never really anyone above me, like that I was reporting to that was mentoring me. So by doing these interviews, I was hoping to see like, okay, well, one, do I know as much as I think I know? And if not, hopefully I'll learn from these people. And you know, two, I'll build these relationships that you know, are with people that I think are doing awesome things in mobile. And three, like maybe they'll see that I know what I'm talking about and maybe it'll open some sort of doors. And that was like as far as I had thought when I started. But when like, I started building an audience and people were emailing me about episodes and like asking for me to interview certain people... I was like, okay, like there's there's something going on here, and that's kind of when I started looking into you know all of the you know online marketing. and came across Pat Flynn and those guys, and I was like, oh, okay, like there is something here. I just need to learn how to do it on online. Like I knew mobile, but I didn't know how to build my business online or anything like that. So that's kind of when I dove in. Yeah, those two worlds collided, right? Absolutely. So it sounds like you had a pretty intense year in 2013. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What major obstacles showed up along the way? Well, I was working crazy hours just because my full-time job, you know, I worked a lot and I started working all, at all this stuff on the side. So I was chasing interviews. Like it turned into just an interview show. Like I had these intentions of, you know, breaking down the information from the interview and sharing it with small business owners. And it's just like, I didn't even have time to do that. Like I was uh. like just chasing interview after interview. Like I would, I would release episodes at one Wednesdays at that time. And, you know, I'd be up until like 3 a.m. in the morning Wednesday, like just so I could post the episode on Wednesday, you know, sometimes yeah. because the people, people would cancel and all that stuff and you'd have to reschedule. And it just, there was no system because I, it was really tough to create a system when I was doing it, you know, 5 p.m. to 9 a.m. every day. Um, and at the time I I was in a long distance relationship with my now fiance, she was in med school and actually she's just finishing med school. She graduates next week. And, um, like during this time, so she's in Omaha, Nebraska, she was in Omaha, Nebraska and I'm in Denver. So like 
you know, we would want to talk and Skype and stuff like that. And over time, like it would really take a toll. It did take a toll on our relationship. And, you know, she would get, get upset with me. And, you know, it's tough for me to stop working. You know, she was, she wasn't here physically all the time. So we would just talk online. And next thing you know, like we're talking online, I'm like checking emails and like, oh, it's like, you know, and it was, it was bad. It got really bad. And she got like really pissed at me, (laughs) justifiably so. But I'm definitely grateful that my current, the the employer that at that time really saw value in what I was doing with Mobile Mixed. And I know I'd been there for about two or so years before all this stuff started happening, happening. And, um, I, I asked him to start working a little bit less, like scaling back on my time and actually get to work on mobile mix, do the interviews, start working on some other side things that were related to it and speaking. And he, you know, he was very on board with it. He gave me a lot of flexibility. And I, at that point I was building up some momentum. I had, you know, bring, bring in revenue from consulting, some affiliate stuff and this membership site I had launched. And, you know, that was late in the year. And, I was like, okay, this is this is going to be the time that I that I make the leap. Like I'm going to this I'm going to go all in. And somehow through the podcast and connections that I have, an amazing opportunity came my way and Cabela's, which is a large retailer in the United States, found me through a mutual connection and then kind of validated me through my podcast and they were opening up a digital office in Denver and they wanted someone to lead their mobile marketing team. And they asked me and, you know, we went back and forth and I wasn't really sure because I was ready to take this leap and go out on my own. But then this amazing opportunity came by to work for this big brand, which at the t- like for a while was like my dream. Like I wanted to I wanted to work. I wanted to lead the mobile team for a big brand. Like for me, like for a while I was going to I was saying that that would be when I said I made it, you know, like I made it. And but as all the things started picking up with Mobile Mix and I was getting all these speaking gigs and all these opportunities were coming from the podcast, like that it wasn't my definition of making it anymore. Like I didn't actually necessarily want that. It was still intriguing, but I ended up taking the offer. So weighing like weighing that, that was a really tough decision to make because I was just so ready to go out on my own. Ready mentally, I don't think I was ready financially. Like I would have I definitely was in a better place when I left in December of this past year. So I was literally only there for like just about 12 months, but they found me through the podcast. So that was pretty cool that like that opportunity even became yeah, available. Yeah. You know? And, and right when you're making the decision, right? Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Curveball. <laughs> but yeah, so I took it and I mean, I took it knowing that I wasn't going to be there for a long time and I took it making it very clear that if they expected me to stop mobile mix that it wasn't what the offer, like I wouldn't even come close to accepting the offer, you know? So, I mean, I felt like I had leverage because they wanted me and I didn't necessarily need them. I was ready to go off. So I think whether I was ready or not, I thought I was ready. So like that put me mentally in a position where I was like, you know what? Like if if they say no to mobile mixed, like then I don't take the offer. And they were like, you know what? We love what you're doing. We think other other people in the organi- organization need to be kind of working on stuff like this, create a name for themselves, and like you know, it, it looks good for us. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. So you know, they went in knowing very clearly what my mission was, what Mobile Mix was all about, what I was working on, and that I was doing stuff on the side. And we kind of set those terms, and that was that was I think a big help for me. What did you learn at the end of that year, looking back and? You know, those experiences and, and even, you know, the end of last year where you've taken the job and then you move, moved on. What did all of that teach you? 
Well, one that I needed some savings, more savings than I had, uh, and that I should have, like, I mean, I, so I sold my house in October of 2013. And, you know, so I didn't, I obviously hadn't done that yet. But that, by selling my house, gave me enough money to pay off all my debt. I had about $20,000 in debt. And that was like a huge weight off my shoulders. So I think if I hadn't been able to change my mindset on the investment of this house that I had that I then sold, I would have still been in debt. And it would have been a lot harder for me to build momentum with that level of debt and having to pay those bills every month. So I think as I took the, the Cabela's job... And I kept building things on the side. Over time, I realized that I, I needed to modify my lifestyle a little bit and start making some, some sacrifices and changes in regards to how I lived. Because even at that I mean, I didn't know I was going to be selling my house at that point. But I just knew that like, when I take the leap, I want to have as low as expenses as possible. So you know, all the money I was making, I was paying off my debt like in extra, you know, as much as I could. And then I finally decided to sell my house because I saw my neighbor do it and make good money. And... I just reshifted my mindset. I mean, if you had asked me two years ago if I'd ever sell my house, I'd been like, "What? You're stupid! Like this is a lo- this is a long term investment. I'm going to rent this thing out. It's going to be great." But the money that I would have been making from renting it out would have only netted me out a couple hundred bucks a month profit that I wouldn't have been able to make that transition, you know, at least ment- mentally. So selling it, I had this safety net. Like, okay, if things don't go so well. You know, I have this safety net, and thankfully, I you know, after paying off my debt, you know, there's still a bunch of that money left in case of emergency. I haven't really tapped into it that much, especially in the last two three months. You know, it's been it's been pretty good. So, you know, it's I, I think just understanding that here's kind of the, the lesson there for for that ramble is that you need to. There's always going to be risk. There's always going to be risk, and each of us need to figure out what we can do to manage that risk as best as possible. But at the end of the day, there's still always going to be risk. So like you can't manage it to the point where there's no risk. That's just not possible. Like there's, I mean, there's risk staying in your job and there's risk leaving your job. Like you don't know if you're going to make money tomorrow and you don't know if you're going to get fired tomorrow. Like that's just, that's just the, the way it is. And, but you can like have that safety net. You could be building a revenue streams on the side that, you know, should you get fired or should you be ready to take that leap right now that you have something, even if it's just momentum, you know, like, I mean, a lot of like, I think I had, I was making enough that it was, I think about like just about 50% of what my salary was in revenue on the side, which I was doing like low six figures, like just about six figures. So like I was doing well, like I knew I could survive off 50% of that, but I still needed that safety net of knowing that I had this like just in case. Right. Like that was that was at least for me. Yeah. And that's your that's your mindset. Like, what are you comfortable with? And, you know, what's going to have you sleep at night? Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I was single at the time or well, engaged. So, you know, I don't have kids, you know, that and that changes the game for a lot of people. If you have kids, if you're married, you know, if, if you're the only income, you know, then there's there's more questions that need to be asked. The money that you save needs to be, you know, a lot more money because you're supporting more people. So, you know, thankfully, like for me, I kind of looked at it and, you know, I talked with my fiance. I was like, listen, I have this momentum. I have this money coming in. I have the money from the house. Like, are you fully on board with this? And she was, thankfully. And, you know, she was on the same page. And like, that was really important for me to be able to make this transition because if, if she wasn't, then I don't, we probably wouldn't be together right now. Hopefully she doesn't listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) 
we won't we won't give her the link. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's not let her listen to that episode. <laughs> so, Greg, what are you passionate about right now? Well, I'm getting married in October, so I'm super pumped for that. Really focused on that. About to be moving into a new house with my fiance. So really excited about this this transition. But I mean, I've been doing a lot of one-on-one business coaching through my personal kind of awareness from my personal blog and my, you know, both podcasts. And I'm really excited to be building out an additional revenue stream on the not this mobile focus. I mean, the mobile thing is going great. I have a, you know, just launched a, a membership community for that audience, which is going great. I'm going to be taking that to the next level. But I'm really like long term, this leaving corporate brand behind the podcast, really excited to create some you know, products and programs around helping people make this transition as seamless as possible by getting started, you know, even if they maybe don't have the idea or if they don't think they're ready to help make them ready. Because there was definitely a lot of things I did that helped me get to where I got to. And, you know, I have that to, to share with people. So is that part of your vision as you're moving forward over the course of the next several years to grow out this brand of leaving corporate? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a book. Um, for sure, you know, piggybacking off the podcast and, you know, I, the sky's the limit. I mean, there's so many things I could do with this brand that I'm really, really excited about, uh, from, from even from solo coaching to, to group coaching to events, there's going to be a lot that's going to happen. So I'm really excited about I can the, tell, the, I can the, tell the endless passion. potential. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> So I got a question about growing. What's mm-hmm. the best advice you received on this journey you've been on so far? That's tough. I get a lot of good advice. You've interviewed a few people. Yeah. <laughs> the kind of statement that there's kind of two statements that kind of resonate with me. And the first one is people have said it two different ways. It's either entrepreneurs and or great leaders need to find comfort in uncomfortable situations. And because that's where the breakthroughs happen. And when you start to feel that uncomfort, go towards it because it's, it should be a beacon, you know, yes. like go towards it because that's where you're going to break through. You're going to find, you're going to learn a lot about yourself. You're going to learn a lot about your business. You're going to probably make more money. So all of those things, you know, like that whole concept, like was fairly new to me. And like now, like I'm, I try to put myself in uncomfortable situations <laughs> and just because I know it's going to work out. And then, which actually is a third, so a third thing before I say the second. So the, well, the second one is that just have faith that it's going to work out. Like, and I know that sounds like super cliche and like cheesy, but like what, I mean, like I know what I was doing got me to be sitting in this chair, getting to talk to you and, you know, getting to talk to all the other people and be on stage talking to people at all these great events. You're doing something right right? Like if you're even like considering this right now, the fact that you're doing research, listening to these podcasts, like you're already, you've already taken steps in the right direction. Keep going, like keep doing what you're doing because it'll get you there. So that's the second thing. And I guess the third thing is a quote that, um, uh, so far we don't know who it came from, but it's, it came from one of the guests, I think grandmothers who told him and, uh, Jeremy Franzen from internet business mastery. I believe it was his grandma that said, if somebody else is doing it, great. That means it can be done. And if nobody else is doing it, then you could be the first, which I probably botched that a tiny bit, but that's basically the, the, the gist. Like, who cares if someone else is doing sort of what you're doing? Like, you can still do it. Like, that's just validation that there's a market for what you're doing. And if no one's doing it, 
then you could be the first person that's doing it. Absolutely. Um, so like, I kind of like that mentality because some people say like, well, if no one's doing it, maybe there's a reason why. But, you know, until you do it and then find out that there's no market for it, you know, you're never going to know. And then, if, then you could be the first person doing it. So I think that's just like kind of the mentality that, that I'm trying to have. You know, like when I started this whole leaving corporate thing, like I knew of one other person that was talking about this. And now I've like every day I'm like, oh, crap. Like there's another one. There, <laughs> there's another one. There's another one. There's another one. Like in, in different, different versions, you know. But at the same time, it's like, you know what? Like that's awesome because – Definitely, there, I, I mean, I believe there's a need for it. And I know through the Leaving Corporate brand, like our mission is to help 1 million people like be able to leave their job on their own terms. I love and that. If that means me pointing them to one of these other people that, hey, we're still we're still reaching our goal. Right. So like I'm, I, I try now to come from a place of abundance where it's like, look, if there's there's room for all of us, there's a lot of people out there that really don't like their job and want to do something on their own. And, you know, if the there's 50 of us trying to do it. Great. You know, like yeah. they need all of us. And some people are going to resonate with other people and, and never even see you. And others are going to resonate yeah. with you and never see them. It's all good. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's people that hate me. You know, <laughs> I'm sure of it. You know, but then there's people that love me. <laughs> well, and you know, that's one of the things I say in to my mastermind members. If if you're not rubbing some feathers, if people aren't getting a little irritated by you, you're not really standing for anything. Right. So I kudos, agree with that. Kudos. Go take Amen. a stand. If you're not <laughs> pissing people off, you're not helping out enough. Right. So I actually got an email from a, a mobile mix subscriber not too long ago, and he was like pissed at me about the episode that I created. I'm like, good for you, man. You're off. You're not on my list anymore. Guess what? I just took you off. So you don't. I'm like, you don't have to watch it. You don't have to listen to it. You know. So I just did you a favor, and best of luck to you. You know. <laughs> He resubscribed, by the way. Yeah, see, because you're because you're you're teaching him something, and you know that energy is coming out in anger. But there's some sort of lesson that he's learning, or he wouldn't be so irritated, and he definitely wouldn't be resubscribing. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, so tools and resources. I know you're going to be dialed in in this area. What gadgets <laughs> or tools do you use to make your life easier? Oh man, a virtual assistant. <laughs> yeah. I literally was just, I was on my mastermind call this morning and like we share a quick win at the beginning of every call. And I finally feel like I've dialed in the, the system that me and my virtual assistant use to manage my email. And like, I mean, the last, I'd say week or so, I've literally woken up to one email every single day and it's from her and it's a recap of, oh. how, of everything that she did with my email the, the night before. Oh. And, and it's like, it is awesome. Like <laughs> I can tell you, like it is so great. So, I mean, it took a really long, I mean, I've been working with her for a year now. So like, we're like, she just started trying to figure out email with me. Like we, we're doing it together, you know, over the last like four or five months, but we just finally, I think, I think we hit the nail on the head <laughs> with, with the system that works for us. So I'm super pumped about that. Um, but I use a tool also called followup.cc, which is probably one of my like favorite tools of all time. It's sort of like boomerang, but reverse boomerang, if that makes any sense. So like, so say, you know, I'm emailing back and forth with you and you know, I send you something that I know you need to review and I wanted to give you a few days to review it. In the BCC field, I would put, you know, say like if it's Friday, I can say Monday, Monday at followup.cc. 
and it'll e- it'll re-email me the email that I just sent you on Monday at the specific time that I choose. Oh wow! So like, it's good for me because like I don't want to always put like to do lists to be like oh like you know follow up with Patty on on Monday. Like I could just I could just have the email that I just sent. Like the whole thread of our entire conversation gets emailed back to me uh, at that time. So I could just quickly say okay. I see that I got a follow up from that I need to follow back up with Patty. Oh yeah, I'm waiting for her to send me the signed contract back. So then I could just reply right there and say, "Hey, Patty, you know, just following up from the contract. You know, let me know when you're going to have it. Sweet." And then I'll do another follow up for another two, three days later. And I do that with like basically every email. Oh wow! And if I know that the person already responded to me, then I just delete it. And if I know that I'm still waiting or want to, they have like these little snooze buttons, so I can say snooze for an hour, three hours, two days, one week, whatever. Um, so that tool is amazing. Um, anything else? I, I use Asana as my project management tool uh, with, my, with my virtual team. Yeah. Um, and I really, really like that. I switched from Basecamp to that. And since I've gone to Asana, I like, haven't even looked back. Really, It's free, first of all, which is awesome. <laughs> and it's like to-do list-based kind of versus like Basecamp, which is project-based. Um, you can have projects, but like I can tag projects. I can tag to-dos to a project and then I can assign them and do the calendars and the mobile app is way better. It's just, it's a simpler, I feel like it's just less. It's, but I get more out of it because it's less. I just made the leap last week to, to Asana. Oh, nice. How do you like it so far? I love it. I don't quite get it completely yet. You'll get that. I'm still getting it too. Like I'm still kind of adding like new hacks. Like I literally like every once in a while I'll Google like Asana hacks <laughs> and I'll like find all these crazy cool tips, but they just released a new video and like a new video library of all these ways to use it. So repeating tasks. Amazing. Yes. Like, oh, that's next that, on my list. That's next yeah. on my list. Repeating tasks. Oh, so good. I got all the tasks in and now we got to get them repeated. And they just added the calendar not too long ago too. So the calendar has t- totally changed the game also because originally it didn't have a calendar when I started. So mm. like last few months, the calendar came out and man, has that changed it? Like now I can look at my content calendar like when things are due, when do I need to get it to my, you know, my VA to do certain things with it. And it's so great. Oh, that's, I I love it so far. This morning I was trying to, uh, do you ever use Zapier? Uh, Yeah, I do. Is there a connection into Asana? Yeah, they do. What does it go to? What does it connect to? (laughs) I, um, I hooked it up to hip, it's called hip chat. I have hip chat. Wait. Oh, sweet. I'm going to, yeah, yeah. You just made the connection. You're like, oh gosh, I can put hip chat in Asana. So you can have it. I haven't quite gotten it figured out yet because you know how Zapier gets a little crazy when you start getting into all the coding. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so you can have um you can chat on your comments. What? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna uh, that's that's uh, that is going in Asana to figure out right now. <laughs> You're making there's an, there's an Asana to do item. Look <laughs> into Asana hip chat connectivity. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. We don't have it working right yet, but I just found it this morning. So uh, hopefully, it's gonna do what I yeah. I want it to. I assigned it to Monday, so Monday I'm gonna look into it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Okay, so uh, we'll get those in the show notes so people can head over and check them out. What um what resources would you recommend? Books, podcasts, blogs? I definitely recommend everyone read the book, The Compound Effect. 
Have you had John Lee Dumas on your show yet? I have. Did he, did he say that book too? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Well, he gave me that book. So props to him for giving me that book. But that book is amazing. That's Everyone okay. That's that okay. Not everybody's heard his heard his episode, I'm sure. So Yeah, yeah. So the compound effect is amazing. I mean, breaking down your bigger goals into smaller tasks really makes them more manageable. So that book is all about the small little actions that compound into reaching your bigger goals, sort of like banking and like investing. Yeah. So that is a book. Man, I listen to so many great podcasts. I mean, the Leaving Corporate Podcast is obviously pretty good. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, wait, no, say it again. I want to get it in the show notes because I, I, I do want them to check Oh, the out. Leaving Corporate Podcast. That was saying my podcast. That's yeah. why I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do like actually, so the content that Jeremy and Jason have been putting together for Internet Business Mastery is really, really good. And they have an audio blog in iTunes as well, which is something everyone should be doing, FYI. And they just have really, really good content. And I'm really digging it right now. And what's the name of their podcast? The say it it's again, called, Internet it's Internet Business Mastery. Yeah, I've and if you that. search for that, you'll find their in iTunes. You'll find their podcast and their audio blog. Awesome. I recommend both of them. Yeah, I'm making a note about audio blogs because you were just saying everybody should be doing that. So that's going yeah, into so, my asana. So they did it, and I, I do it now as well. And I wrote a blog post on Mobile Mix called "How to Increase Your Blog's Reach by Two Thousand Percent," and it's basically audio blogging. You know, there's so many people out there that prefer audio over editorial content that if you just record yourself reading your blog post and then upload it to your podcast feed, not only do you have another episode in your feed, which iTunes will love, but it's going to introduce content to a whole new potential audience. And, uh, like they shared some statistics. Like if you go read that blog post, you just do how to increase your blog's reach by 2000%. I can send you the link after this for the show notes. Yeah. Um, it gives some stats that they shared with me on like results that they've getting. And like, like for, for example, one blog post that they looked at had like 2,700 unique page visits. And that same audio blog version of that had 28,000 unique downloads. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, uh, hello, just like, just record yourself reading it. Even if you want it, like if you are thinking about starting a podcast, but you have no idea, but you're, but you're a blogger, just Record yourself reading your blog Read post. Read us and your blog. That's blogs. how you start. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, it makes so much sense. You know, yeah. people say things, and you're just like, immediately, I knew. Oh, I've got to be doing that. That's yeah. that's going to be so beneficial. That'll be two thousand dollars. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got some good stuff coming out here. You know, I left one question out a little bit earlier, so I want to back up and make sure I ask you, this is under the growth section, mm-hmm. what personal growth have you experienced as a result of all of this? I would say awareness. I definitely, now that I control all of my time, unlike when I had you know my nine to five, I'm definitely way more aware of of like every, like every little task, like, is that, am I spending my time efficiently? Should I have done that? One thing that has helped me do that is every night I write in a, a journal and I write three things that I'm grateful for, for just from that day. And just that act alone really helps me kind of look back on the day and just say like, you know, how was it? Was it good? You know, did like, I mean, and you'll like, if you do this, like you'll like find that you appreciate some of the most random, random things. Yes. You know? And just doing that exercise alone has helped me kind of increase my self-awareness of, you know, why am I doing certain things? Like, is it because I'm, it makes me happy or is it because I'm chasing money or is it for whatever reason? What, like, it just Now I start asking myself why and I reflect more on 
the things that I did choose to do and you know, would I choose to do that again? So that's kind of increased self-awareness, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Per- and then purposeful action is what I'm hearing, yeah. like really, really taking action based on, on purpose instead of whatever thought pattern you might be trapped yeah. in in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yes. So I've been seeing your face all over Facebook, <laughs> right? Because you're running some ads. Yeah. What's the biggest thing going on for you in your business right now? Is it what's this online biz machine webinar? Like what do, what's been your biggest breakthrough recently? You know what I love doing with people and it's just sort of my secret sauce. Like I just naturally do it and that's what I teach people to do is seeing person's goal, like really seeing where they can create leverage in the market and make a big impact in the world. Mm. And So the online biz club, which is what the online biz machine sells in the webinar, is really helping people get clear about who they are, what they stand for, what their core values are, the difference they want to make, and then giving them all the tools to do it because I'm an internet geek too, (laughs) (laughs) who's gone through a lot of personal growth as well, like you. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that's just that's what I'm really all about right now is getting more people living on purpose with intention. And I believe when we do that, we impact other people. So it's it's just a multi-dimensional process of creating more good in the world and really increasing awareness, self-awareness, and collective awareness. Love it. Thanks. Thanks for asking. Yeah. I'm excited to uh, be speaking alongside of you here in in a few months. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's going to be a great community, the uh, the podcast, podcast movement yeah. and we've we've got a link on my on my page and we we can put it in the show notes as well. Just a lot of really good people who are dialed into that type of lifestyle and like you were saying earlier, you know, coming from abundance. There's enough for all of us and and together there's even more. So it's just going to be a really cool experience, I think. Love it. Yeah. All right. So here's the last question. It's looking back. If you were to do this all over again, what would you tell your younger self? How young? You, cho- you get to choose. You choose. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> okay. Uh, 15. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, okay. Sh- uh, this would be kind of my advice across the board is don't let other people's definition of success become your definition of success. Mm, nice. I definitely got caught I I got caught up in that early on and you know still sometimes catch myself like if I'm not making as much as money as this other person like I'm not successful like no that has nothing to do with it like so <laughs> you know like just because someone else is doing something specific doesn't mean that that needs to be your goal or that means you're not successful. So understanding what success means to you and make sure that that's not being dramatically influenced by someone else's success. That's awesome. That's great advice for all of us. Greg, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time you invested with us and and look forward to um, seeing you in person. Hey, if people want to connect with you, could you just give us, we'll put it in the show notes, but just give them a, give, give us a shout out. You know, what's your website? What's the yeah, name yeah. of your podcast? And yeah, uh, go to greghickman.me uh, is where I talk about the Leaving Corporate Podcast, but you can get to Mobile Mix and everything from there too. And, and on Twitter, I'm at GJ Hickman. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you, Patty. It was a pleasure. 
Would you like to turn your message into a signature system and monetize it with a program or product online? Join me for the online biz webinar where we'll take you through the steps required to monetize your message. Head on over to the onlinebizwebinar.com and reserve your spot today. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Unleashed show. If you did, please go to pattykeating.com and let me know what you're up to this year in your business. While you're there, be sure to grab your copy of Five Quick Ways to Share Your Expertise.